Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D, and I am here helping people find their work-life balance, whatever that looks like for you, so that you can both have a successful business and a successful life. We're not out here just trying to have a business to say we had a business and a business is successful and we're not living life. We're not enjoying our lives. We're not putting ourselves in a position to enjoy our lives. So Today, I have a very special guest. I have um, Stephanie Mbellu. Did I get it correctly? Okay, I, I, I'm particular about people's names. I want to make sure that I am saying everything correctly. And I'll tell you a little bit about Stephanie, and then I'm going to let her tell you a little more about her. I'm very excited to bring her on because she is a systems girl like me, and mm, it just warms my heart because man, the systems make life easier. So Stephanie's passion is helping women excel in their businesses so that they can live a life, so that they can live fuller lives. As a soldier in the United States Army Reserve, she has had the privilege to serve her country and learn that she, and learn that she can be more, I'm sorry, excuse me, that she could do more than she imagined. After over 19 years of experience, I'm, I'm, you, you must have a um, time machine somewhere. If uh, 19 <laughs> years of experience, I'm, I'm looking for it on the face. It's not there. <laughs> After over 19 years of experience, she has come to see the value of standardization, automation, flexibility, professionalism, and just plain getting it done. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I actually hit 20 years in January. So in the oh, Army Reserve, wow. I plan on retiring next year. So wow. It's there. It's in there. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. And thank you for taking the lessons that you've learned to bring it to help other people. Because that's just amazing to transfer those skills over into um, your everyday life. So I want to definitely know more about you. And my favorite question to ask is, tell me about your entrepreneurial journey. How did you get into entrepreneurship and, you know, start doing that thing that you love? So honestly, it was kind of, I wouldn't say, I would say it it was almost by accident. So my mom is an accountant and she's worked independently um, pretty much like ever since I can remember since I was like in second grade. And so one of her clients needed a capability statement and she called me and she was like, hey, is this something you could do? And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. And so I did it. And then there were a few other things related to like uh, her government contracts that she needed done. And so in her government contracting opportunities, and that's my background. 
um, contract government contracting. And so I helped her out with that. And in the process of that, she was just telling me about some other things within her business that needed to be improved. And some of the prices that people were charging her for like her government contracting um, experience and education. And I was like, well, that's not, you know, that's not, that's something I could totally do. And so that's kind of how I started. Um, I realized that I really loved working for women-owned businesses. Um, I've always had a passion for women's issues. I started my career in social work at the um, YWCA, Eliminating Racism and Empowering Women. So, um, you know, that it just kind of rolled on from there. And I realized, oh, if I could actually get paid to work with people I like <laughs> and do something I like. But, I mean, that's really where it came from. Because, <laughs> you know, you can make money, but, you know, gonna like it <laughs> and that that is so beautiful um two things really resonated with me one the accidentalness of it all like I I you know I feel like I fell into both of my businesses by accident and I know a lot of people the same thing they kind of got you know pulled into it not knowing that they were about to go on the adventure you know that they were about to embark upon but um also you know having that belief that you could do something that you love and work with people that you love and still make money um, doing it. Because I think sometimes we shy away from our passions because we don't see where it's going to bring us a profit. I totally agree. I So for me, it was um, when I first graduated, when I first graduated college, I went into social work. And I love the service aspect of that, being able to serve women. But I mean, just being honest, I didn't make any money. <laughs> and, right. and so that's why I kind of left and went to do other things. So I was really excited for the opportunity to serve women. I feel very strongly about uh, women being financially independent because the number one um, predictor of when a woman can live a life free from violence is when she is financially able to do so. And so that is something that has stuck with me all the way since my time at the YWCA and so um and then just like working honestly working in a male dominated environment also was a trigger for me um because I kind of played around with my business for probably about maybe like two or three years after that well actually not two actually a year probably about a year or two after that I kind of played around with my business but after my last deployment and just having like such a terrible time honestly with my male leaders I'm like I don't want to work with men <laughs> I don't want to. so <laughs> but I do and I will you know I will take men on as clients but I was just I just saw the importance of doing the job like working with people that you believe in you know having a mission that you believe in because work is work right I mean mm -hmm. you can do anything almost for eight hours a day I think but it's really the people that make the difference. And so for me, I wanted to work with business owners whose vision I could really get behind and whose personalities and core values aligned with mine. No, I love that. Now, yeah, I, I mean, we can, we can, we can go sit, you know, somewhere and do anything for eight hours. But I think once you find that thing that you love and those people that you love to serve, you kind of can't anymore. <laughs> like, you know, you kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, once you, <laughs> once you see that there's more than that, exactly. you know, 
where, you know, you get the option to not only, you know, be of, of service, but to also be fulfilled. You know, you, exactly. it just, it just hits different. And so I love that you found that in your life, that you found the space and um, to be that, you know, that type of business owner that was working with people you love and doing the thing that you love, which is, you know, bringing um, systems and structures to business. So I really want you to tell me a little bit more about that, because I know, in, you know, in our just previous conversation, you know, I just I I was so geeked out watching you get geeked out about <laughs> the people that you serve and what you do. And I, I love hearing about people's passion and what they do, because when people get geeked out about what they do, it shows up in um, how they serve. I totally agree. I totally agree. So for me, it's all about bringing structure and ease to my clients, to their business life, which in turn brings structure and ease to their personal life. Because if they're not running behind their business, they can actually live a fuller personal life. And then it also brings more impact, which brings more income. Like at the end of the day, that's why we're in business, you know, to make impact, which, which eventually start income. But for me, it's about showing small business owners that you can have the same, like you can have the level of structure in your business that eases up growth, eases people doing business with you, adds value to your clients. Um, but it can be in a way that's in alignment with your core values, your mission, your vision. It doesn't look, it doesn't have to be like cookie cutter. It doesn't all have to look the same way. Structure for your business can be in a way that serves you, your clients, and your team. So I love to just show them that and show them how they can get freedom through that. And I like that the the that three that you just listed, you know, your yourself, your um clients and your team. Because I think a lot of times what does happen is people want to standardize what that looks like. You know, I I have people who because they're in the same industry with me, you know, well, can't you just set it up for me? No, your business still operates differently. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I have the ability to set it up, but we have to, you know, set it up to match what meets the needs of your particular clients and your, um, the way you operate. Cause I can set up a set of systems and it doesn't fit with you. And it's going to be just as much of a hassle as when you didn't have systems. So if they use it at all, <laughs> right, because yeah. that's what's going to happen because it doesn't fit how you operate. So then you're just going to, you know, let it sit over there and collect dust and you're not going to utilize it. So it's really a tool that's meant to help you. You know, I know a lot of times, you know, um, if you're not, you know, that analytical person and you hear systems, you know, all of a sudden you just shut down because, <laughs> You know, I mean, a lot of my audience are creative, so we, we like the fun and we like the, you know, the shiny object. But at the end of the day, that system is supposed to be designed to work with you, supposed to be designed to, you know, give you that ease. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, harp on that a little bit more because, again, a lot of my audience are creative. So we hit systems and we just... <laughs> 
We just well, that's why you have someone else come do. You know, that's why you have to realize like it's it's all about you know identifying the experts that you need as well because you don't have to do everything. That's another thing. Like I try to just bring into my clients is that you don't have to do everything. I know Issa Rae told you you did. I know she said entrepreneur. <laughs> I did this by myself. I know that's what she said, but that's not true. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so, you know, just kind of bringing in. And a lot of times I look at them and I just ask myself, is it a lack of skill or is it a lack of will? Because it may just be something you just don't want to do. And that's okay. But it still needs to get done. <laughs> so, right, right that's kind of the way I approach the, I kind of approach it. Um, you know, how can most business problems are systems problems? So what's the problem that you're having? What's the challenge that you're having? How can we solve this? Is this, a, you know, it's a profit issue or a systems issue. And, you know, what, what type of um, investment are you willing to put in that, whether it's time or money? Because some of the stuff you're spending your time on, because you don't have a process that that's written down that you can hand it off to someone else, that's keeping you from doing money making fast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in 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 ultimately growth and sustainability because you can't you can't take on more clients because you can't handle the clients that you currently have. So, you know, again, it's like one of those things is like, you know, uh, I got to, you know, eat my broccoli, you know, but <laughs> Like I'll eat the broccoli if that means I can have the, you know, the the, the dessert later. Like, you know, and it's not like you got to eat the broccoli every day. Like the, that's the beautiful yeah, thing about exactly systems. What it means. Yeah. You just got to set it up and, you know, utilize it. You don't have to, like, you're not doing that um, heavy lifting every day. The, that the you know discovery process yes you got to go through that and figure out what's going to work and you can work with an expert um and they can actually implement it for you but you don't have to do that part anymore like after you do that first part you don't have to do that part anymore it's set up and now it it does it for you and all you have to do is whatever pieces you decided in that process you have to do manually but you don't have to do it all like you're doing now you don't have to like I think sometimes we get caught up in thinking that something just has to be that way like that's just a you know um circumstance of the job and you know from a systems perspective nine times out of 10, there's something that can be done to make that thing better. And so like, that's the way my mind works. So I automatically, I'm like, nah, this, I ain't gonna do this all the days of my life. Something can be exactly done yes. <laughs> to make it better, you know? So like, instead of being constantly frustrated, again, like you said, it's, it's a systems problem or a process problem. Like you can resolve this. So I just want to, for the listeners, I want y'all to think, you know, think about the things in, on your day-to-day um, calendar or just the things that you encounter that just make you on scream every day. There is some solution to that thing, but you have to be willing to explore systems and work with systems experts to get that solution, but it's out there. 
you don't have to, you know, all my, all, you know, I don't have to be all my life. I had to fight. We don't have to, we don't have to live <laughs> like that. You know, you don't have we to don't. like that. So I think part of it is too just cultivating that idea of continuing, continuing to evolve, continuing, um, you know, to just strive for excellence within your business, um, continuing to improve your processes and how you do business. And I know that, you know, the operation side isn't really like the sexy side of business. Everybody wants to do the sales. They want to do the marketing and all that type of stuff. And those things are immensely important, right? But one way that you can make sure your business runs more smoothly, decrease costs, increase the satisfaction of your team is really through just taking a look at your operations, your processes, your systems, your people, taking a look at it and see how can we improve on this and do that on a regular basis. Like it's about like reviewing it on a regular basis, whether that's quarterly, whether that's annually. Um, one of the things I'm doing with my clients right now is looking at her, we call it a tech, I call it a tech stack, looking at her tech stack and seeing where we can either consolidate um apps or software or where we need to add new apps or software based on um you know services that she is rendering there's a service that she wasn't doing as often but she's decided okay i want to make this my main focus well if that's the case we need to implement some systems you know to help you help this um service be delivered more smoothly so i think it's just about that operational excellence which really is just like that constant process that of improvement Constantly just looking and seeing, okay, where can I improve? Where can I streamline? Where can I make this seamless? Where can I add value for my clients? Not necessarily cost, because we can decrease cost and still add value. Where can I add value for my team? Because nobody want to work. Nobody really wants to work in a place where it's hard to do a good job. Like we want to make it easy for our team to do a good job. We want to we want to make it easy for them to know what's expected. And so all these things like structure, systems, processes, all those things can come from that. I mean, there are a lot of benefits. It's just, you know, kind of taking the time to look at it and maybe bringing in someone who, you know, that's their thing. That's their job, you know? Right, right. Because if it's not, I could totally see how it's just like would be frustrating because you... You know, because I mean, we're sitting here talking about this and I'm thinking to myself, somebody is still not clear on what systems are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and, and and that's fair because it's not, it may not be something that you're, um, you, you're thinking about, you know, you, you love baking. And so you started, you know, this company because you love baking. And now people are talking about systems and posting and this and that. And now, you know, you wanted to be the baker. Now you're the butcher, the candlestick maker too. And you didn't, that wasn't what you, you know, signed up for. Exactly. So, you know, I, I definitely believe in working with experts because you're not expected to know everything. But I also believe that, you know, especially for, you know, the ones that are not in a position maybe yet to go to an expert or, you know, you may not be able to hire all the positions that you're looking for. Systems handle things to give you. It's almost like, you know, let's say you you really need to hire, you know, five employees. You could put some systems in place and maybe you could down that to two or three, you know, because exactly. the workload is is being handled by the system. 
So, but I want to, I'm going to throw this to you and I know I'm throwing this out of left field, but you know, for somebody who may not really all the way understand what systems are and how they help a business, how would you describe that? Like in the simplest terms. In the simplest terms, a system is a group of processes, tools, and people that work together for whatever the desired outcome is. And sometimes, like you said, it, it can reduce the amount of people you need. Sometimes you may not need people at all. One example of this would be like scheduling. I don't know why, but I really, really hate going back and forth with people about schedule. Don't know why, but I do. I do too. <laughs> I do too. I'm like, you don't have a link. Do you not have a link? Look, please send me a link because I do not have time. But, but, <laughs> but I digress. But that's a very simple system that literally requires no people. That's a very simple system where you are going back and forth over text message with somebody about what time to do something. Um, let's just say it's a consultation. Like, let's say you have a business that you do a consultation and you're going back and forth with them about their availability. You sent eight text messages. You sent three emails when you could have just sent one link. Now, yes, would it have taken you maybe 30 minutes to set up your booking link? Maybe. But now when someone asks you, when can I cut, when can I do my consultation? You send them that link. It takes you 10 seconds to copy and paste it, send a text message, send an email, or they go to your website or wherever you can be found, your, your website, your LinkedIn, your Instagram, they click on the link and book. You, <laughs> like, it's so simple. It's literally just, <laughs> yeah. So it's, simple. And you, you know, Instead of, like you said, those eight text messages, you could be sitting on the beach somewhere drinking drinks and your whole calendar could get booked out while you are doing something else. Exactly. Exactly. And then not only that, but now your customer is not frustrated. So now you've added value. You've already communicated. That's another thing um, that I, another reason I believe systems are really great because they help to communicate your vision and your values to your clients um, and to your team. So you've already communicated to that person that working with them is going to be easy. Mm -hmm. You know, working with them is going to be easy. I was actually looking for a new cleaning company because um, I have a couple Airbnbs now. So I'm looking for a couple a cleaning company. And so I've literally been bouncing back and forth with this woman for, for a couple days trying to get her on the phone because there's nowhere where I can just say, you know, schedule a, a consult, um, schedule a quote or whatever. So, you know, I'm like, okay, how easy is this going to be to work with this person? And I've actually chosen companies, especially um, one in particular I can think of, a cleaning company, because of the ease of scheduling. I don't want to have to call you every time I need to schedule. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we book multiple people a week. You, that's multiple phone calls. I, I don't have other things to do. So, no, I mean, no, it, 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 people don't realize like sometimes how, like when I'm on the consumer side, like I just want, I'm like, I just, I, I'm not this person's coach. I'm not this person's coach. I'm not this person's coach. Like I have to say that over, <laughs> over to myself because I'm just like, I'm a very, like, I know what I want when I'm ready to swipe, I'm ready to swipe sort of person. And when you make exactly. it hard, then I just be like, you know what? Never mind. Like you could be the best. You really could. But if, if it's hard, if it's a process, because I'm trying to just swipe and go and you making it more than what it needs to be, 
then I'm just going to move on to the next person. So, you know, and that depends on the client because some clients like the back and forth, you know, to be honest that, you know, I've come across that as well. Some people do. I'm, it's not me. Um, that's not anything I enjoy, but I can tell you, you know, in my balloon business, my clients, especially my corporate clients, every single time I go to a corporate client, they say the exact same thing. Oh my God, I loved working with you. You were so easy to work with and I love your communication. All that is systems. Exactly. It's, it's automated. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's automated. But like you said, it's got to be tailored. It got to be something that fits your clientele. I know that clientele and I know what they're looking for because I listen. I listen back. And like like you said also earlier about making sure that you're, you know, maintaining these systems and updating them and looking at them. So when I notice, okay, you know, well, I did a two day before reminder, but people start asking questions like a week before. So let me add a week before reminder. And exactly. then those questions stop happening. Okay. So then, you know, you know, people might have a question about this. Well, let me tweak this email to include this paragraph so that now they're getting that information that they're seeking, but I'm trying to anticipate what is going to be that value that I'm adding to the situation that they are getting what they need, not just the, you know, the balloons themselves, because honestly, that's the least of the, you know, interaction, you know, they know they're going to get that, but the interaction is really about them feeling comforted throughout that process and that process being clear and Absolutely. being structured. Absolutely. Because I think when you, when you have a good system, clients and to your team that I value your time. I value your time. I'm not going to waste your time. And so working with me is not a waste of money. It communicates that you're not going to waste their resources. And so like, I kind of just use the system, like get found, get booked, get paid, get to work. Right. People need to be able to find you. They need they need to be able to book you. They need to be able to pay you. Do not make me try to figure out how to pay you because I won't. <laughs> like, I'm just letting you know right now. And I tell people all the time, don't make it hard for people to give you money. Correct. Do not tell me, well, I only take cash app on Wednesday, Zelle on, on Sunday. Okay, stop. <laughs> like, Look, meet okay. me in the alley down the street at four <laughs> o'clock in the corner. Like, huh? Yeah. Have a have a you know some kind of payment process that's electronic that people can you know easily swipe and pay. You'll be surprised how fast people pay you when you send them, you know, something that they can electronically pay without any other parts. And this is just a side note, this is just a bonus for you guys. Um stop making invoicing people a separate step. I know a lot of people will sit there and send it when, oh, well, if you like this and you approve this, then now I'm going to send it in. Send it all at the same time. You're giving people 
too much time to get bored, distracted, what have you. Send it all at the same time. If they don't like it, then, you know, if they decide against it, then you can cancel it. It's not going to kill you to cancel an invoice. But I'd rather do that than not have the person sign up because they had to get a, another email. You know, we on email five or six when that person was ready to swipe their card at email one. Yeah. And I, and I, I totally agree. Um, I think that, like I said, you know, get found, get booked, get paid, get to work. Also make sure that the systems that deliver your, your products or service um, is, are intact as well. And that includes shifting. <laughs> Because I have waited, but that's, look, that's a whole other story, but I have waited long for a product. But yeah, this, I think it just communicates to your clients and to your customers um, what your values are, that you value them. And one of, like for me, working with business owners, I know business owners are busy. They don't have time. They're not trying to, you know, they're trying to make the most out of their time. They're trying to make the most out of their money. And so my job is to make running your business easier. So if you can't find me, if you can't get a hold of me, if you can't book with me, if I'm hard to get a hold of, then I'm already not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure that I am making good on the promise that I've made, which is to make your life easier. So, you know, I think we have to just be mindful that, you know, we look at our branding, we look at marketing, we look at all these things that we want to be in alignment with our values and we want to be authentic with. And I think that the way we actually do business needs to be in alignment as well. Like the way we actually do business needs to show appreciation to our customers, show appreciation to our team and, you know, just, you know, for their resources. And I think systems help you to do that. I definitely do. And I think um, another thing that I want to touch on with systems is not just your physical load, but your mental load. Oh, absolutely. You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, you have all this stuff in your brain. And I know people all the time talk about, you know, you can't turn off that business brain and you, but you actually can, you actually can. And, you know, but I think that if you would have told me that earlier in my business, I probably wouldn't have believed you because, you know, three o'clock in the morning, you're like, oh, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about, but when you have systems in place and you, you know, are using them effectively, there's less stuff that you have to think about because it's doing it. Like, I don't have to remember, did I send that person a thank you email? Did I, did I um get paid on this job? Did I, you know, like, I don't have to think about any of those things um for a specific job because it's all automated and in the system. And so I can, one, have a relaxed mental load for myself. But two, you know, my customer experience. So then I can be more present for my customer because I'm not thinking about, oh, wait, I'm in the middle of doing their thing, but I'm thinking about, well, did I call back so-and-so? You know, I'm not thinking about all those things. Absolutely. Um, I think another thing that goes with that is just trust. It allows you to trust your business. It allows you to trust your team and it allows your clients to be able to trust you i heard this somewhere i can't even remember where i heard it but i heard that brains are for thinking not remembering i love so that. that's when it comes to, write that process down write down how to do that 
just write it down, get a system to do it. That way you're not having to remember it and you're using your brain power to be creative. Like you were talking about being creative and things like that. So you're using your mental, um, you know, your mental power for thinking, not remembering. So, cause that's just not what our, what our brains were meant to do anyway. So I Definitely. love that. I absolutely love that. I've never heard that before, but I love that, you know, because we do, we try to retain all of this stuff. And the, the reality is, you know, it's in there somewhere, I guess. But I mean, I can't <laughs> promise it's going to come out at the moment that I need it. Exactly. Exactly. I can't even, and I stole it from somewhere. I, it was a book I read or something. I don't remember, but definitely not like that makes so much sense, especially as you get a little older. <laughs> yeah I'm and like I, and you know and that's the thing I know that I cannot trust my brain to do that like you know I just can't I mean it's just impossible especially again if you're talking about growth and sustainability you cannot possibly hold all of that information and then you're not just running a business so you have your business you got your personal life your friends and this and everything else and it's just there's too much technology at play for us to be trying to use our brains in that way <laughs> trying to like exactly hold exactly. all that information like yeah life just be life in too like there's more there's more to life than business and honestly a lot, I feel like we started our businesses so that we could achieve that certain level of freedom, right? Right. But as your business grows, you know, and especially, you know, as you kind of get into the six figures and you're making money, your business can become a job if you have not set it up in a way that others can collaborate with you. Um, if you haven't set it up in a way that it encourages teamwork and collaboration, that's another way that systems help you to grow faster because you may think, okay, well, I only have, it's just me now, but it won't always be you, hopefully. So let's build it out, you know, for when it's not just you right. so that you can, you know, make an easier transition to that team. Because once you get past a certain point, it's going to be very difficult on you without that teamwork. And it's going to end up eating up the freedom that was the reason that you started your business in the first place. Right. Oh, and absolutely. Because this is, it's just literally too much. I was having a conversation and the, it's, it's not for remembering, right? You told me that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give myself grace because I don't remember with who, but I was having a conversation um this week and it was, you know, along the lines of, okay, if we look at ourselves as entrepreneurs, small business owners, and you look at, big business big business has a department for all of the different parts and pieces that we are working on right not a person a department so probably you know anywhere from three to ten people and maybe more working on that one thing that one part of business that we're all trying to work towards so when we think about you know that that exists how are we as one person really expecting ourselves to do all of those things without the support of professionals without the support of systems without the support of you know um, a team you know we need to stop thinking that we're going to 
as one person magically do it all exactly absolutely yeah so we have to use the strategies at our you know um that we can take advantage of to make things happen and systems is the greatest way that i've you know i can think of to do so much more with less for me i kind of think of it like this your your system makes the difference between you having a business and you just having a job that it just happens to be your name is on the door so absolutely to me, that's that's the big difference absolutely you know what i'm saying and 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 it's fine i think there are certain situations um you know, where doing it all yourself will work. But I think that it, it there comes a point in growth that that won't work. So I think it's about being able to like really like identify when you're coming upon that time. And I think you can identify that not only with just with like your the financial level of your business, but how does it feel? Mm-hmm. Does it feel feel good to you? Because we want to keep that feeling. Like you said, that mental load, like how's it feeling? You know, how's it working for you? And so I think that's real important too, for people to just know that, hey, you know, okay, this is good. I can handle it. And then know when it's kind of going to the point where you can. Yeah. Yeah. And being okay with that. Like it's it's okay. (laughs) No, definitely. I think it's, you know, the word that comes to mind is just burnout. You know, you know, people Uh, get to that point of burnout and really you want to be as proactive about that as possible because, even if you're not to the point of investing in systems, at least start with processes, at least start with documenting, you know, your processes so that for yourself, you know, like not even, I'm not even thinking about to a team, you know, I'll use myself as an example. You know, there's certain designs that I've done before. And I usually, something is simple. This is so simple and it's not, you know, to say I'm a systems girl, this is not high tech or anything, just simple. When I'm working on a design, I always keep, uh, like if it's a picture that I'm, you know, I had an inspiration photo or whatever, I always keep it next to me when I'm working and I write notes on it. Mm -hmm. And I have a stack of those designs. I'm not going to remember that six months from now when somebody's like, oh, I saw the thing that you did. I want another one. And I'm not about to spend the same amount of time that I spent trial and error figuring it out again. Just something as simple as documenting that so that I know I can go back to it and say, this was at this size. This was at that size. This was at, it was 15 of these, you know, I know what it was and I know I can replicate it. That's, that don't require any extra money. That don't require any, you know, anything, even if you have pen and paper processes to start out, save yourself the mental load of trying to constantly remember everything, every time, because you don't necessarily feel it in that moment. But again, that buildup happens. And then you start to burn out because your brain has just been going on overload all the time. Absolutely. And I think there's definitely something to be said about the value of being able to repeat that same thing. If someone comes to you and say, hey, I really like that design, you can go straight back to your notes and, re- and repeat it pretty much exactly. So now you have consistency. 
which just goes back to just the level of trust people can have in your work. You know, the, that level of professionalism. And they know, okay, whenever I get a design from Danielle, it's going to be good. It's going to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? And so all of those things are going to contribute to your growth. All of those things are going to continue um, contribute to more impact in your business. And, you know, more impact means more income. Like, that's all we're, you know, that's really where we're trying to go with this, you know. And, and I think we need to be okay with that too, you know, saying that, you know, um, we need to free up our minds to be thinking about income generating activities. We need to be able to provide more value for our clients. We need to be able to provide consistency and all these things really lead to more money. So I think it's one of those things where people just need to realize you're either going to, it's going to cost you time or money or maybe even both. So it's like, you know, I can't, for me, why not? You know what I'm saying? Really from jump, I was thinking about, okay, how would this work if I wasn't here? How would I do this? How can I make this experience really, like this experience really just rich for my clients and easy? Because right. at the end of the day, I wanted more clients and I wanted to make more money. <laughs> no, and, and like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. And you yeah. know, I'm going to add to it. I want to make more money and do less stuff. Oh, oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just going to, we just going to put it all out there. I want to make more money and I want to do less stuff. I don't, like if I wanted to, you know, work like super hard to make money, I could just go back to a job. Like that's, you know, like I Absolutely. want to, I want to make more money. I want to do less stuff, but I want that stuff to be, you know, purposeful. I want that stuff to be, you know, how we started with people that I enjoy working with, things I enjoy doing. And that's what makes this, you know, that's that's what makes this something I get excited about every day as opposed to something that I got to do, you know. And exactly. you, you don't want to get to that point in your business because, you know, some people say, oh, well, you know, how does that, you know, what about the customer and blah, blah, blah. I am the best for my customer when I am the best for me because I'm Absolutely. showing up as the best version of myself. I'm showing up excited to be there. I'm showing up enthusiastic about, you know, what I'm about to do for them as opposed to, oh, I, you know, I, I, I tapped out four days ago and I'm still just, <laughs> yeah just trucking along you know what I'm saying like that's a totally different experience you know nobody wants to feel like they bothering you you know like I, you know I've been places where people be apologizing oh, to the to the business owner like they bothering them and I'm like you know who, who wants that experience uh I think part of it when you're talking about the systems and people I think a lot of people think oh my my customer or my client they only want to deal with me it's not that they only want to deal with you. They only want to deal with your outcome, the outcome that you right. give for Correct. them. Like, let's, let's just be real. Let's be honest. Yeah, your customers like you, but they pay you for a service. They want to deal with your outcome. And when you have documented your processes, when you've implemented the tools, when you have people that are aligned with your vision, which is all the things that make up your system, you have that system, all of that is in alignment, they can count on that uh, consistent result. They can count on get, that system will be their link to you and your value. 
as long as they're getting that same consistent, valuable result that's in line with your values, they're still, they still have that link with you. That's what your business is. Your business doesn't mean you have, you have to put your hand on everything, but your vision and your values, that's what needs to be going through everything. And I think, you know, cause I, I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and that's the part we, we try to skip over. And that's the part where we need you, like you say, you, I need your hand in that part so that you can take your hand out of the exactly. rest of it. But if you, if you can, and that, and that's any, you know, phase of your business, any part of your business. Cause you know, I have people that, oh, well, I want to hire somebody to do my, um, my social media. You got a brand voice or, you know, <laughs> nothing to communicate. <laughs> You can't do your social media because they have to speak in your voice. And if you can't communicate your voice, then they can't speak in your voice because they don't know. You, your, your employees can't represent your values. You know, you say, oh, well, I hire people and they don't they don't work out because they're not, um, you know, they don't treat my business like I treat my business. You don't treat your business like you think you treat your business. <laughs> Like I can't, it ain't gonna be an episode if I don't step on a toe or two. You're Look, not treating your true. business with that respect. And so if you don't set that foundation, you know, I I have a, a cousin of mine and he comes and he helps me on jobs, like if I need extra hands. The first time I asked him to come and help me on a, a bigger job. The first thing he said, now this is not, you know, he hadn't worked in my business before, nothing about it, we, but we're close as cousins. He, you know, know me, we've known each other our whole lives. He, he came over and as soon as he walked in the door, he says, is this okay what I have on to go into your client? He knew to ask that question because he knows me. I say, yeah, you're fine, but I have a uniform shirt for you. But I'm saying that to say people have to know you and your business identity to be able to, for your systems and everything to work, for your employees to show up and you not have to feel like, oh, I have to touch everything because when I give it to somebody else, they mess it up. You have to infuse that in the business. Absolutely. and that has to be one of the questions I have for you. And I'm, I think this is going to lead into it is that has to be a part of the onboarding process of your staff of your, you know, they have to know what you're all about. So I think it has to be not only a part of the onboarding process. Um, that's just where it starts, right? Well, actually it starts all the way at the application process. In, in my opinion, yes. your application process needs to be smooth, seamless as you take them through Um, whatever is going to be your selection process, it needs to be smooth and seamless. It needs to value their time. It needs to show them and communicate to them the values of your business as you're taking them through the evaluation process, the selection process, all the way up through onboarding. And then it needs to be continually reinforced with training, with development opportunities, and with access to you. You know, as a small business owner, you're not going to have, you know, multi levels of management between you and your uh, team. You may have one, maybe there might be one person, maybe you have an OBM or something like that. Um, 
But that is how you kind of keep that up. That's how you kind of keep them abreast and aware um, that those that those values are a priority. You show them the values are a priority through the processes you have in place, through the systems you have in place, and also with the way that you treat them um, and the way that you respect their time and their effort, the effort they put in. So, yeah, I definitely think it's a part of the of the hiring process when it comes to your team. Even if you're working with contractors, you, you want to make sure that the contractors that you work with are in alignment. I think we spend a lot of time talking about um, our marketing and all those things being in alignment and attracting our target uh, customer and our, our target uh, ideal client avatar and all those different things. But honestly, we need to have an employee value proposition as well. Mm-hmm. What value are we bringing to them? How are we keeping them in alignment? And so really alignment, when it comes to like alignment and authenticity, that's a 360, that's a 360 thing. That's not just a forward facing thing. That's a thing on your back end too. Um, and that's one of the things, I actually have a client right now, we're kind of working through that, um, doing a training process, updating her services um, guide for how they deliver service to make sure that her team is delivering service is in a way that actually represents the company. This is really important when you have an agency type model where people are delivering services on your behalf. You want to make sure that the level of service and the way they deliver that service is communicating your values and your vision for your company. So it's to me, it's, it's important on all sides, 360 degrees need to be alignment um, with your company. No, and it, and it, it I, I love that you said authenticity because it really, that's, that's the part. Because I mean, we've all worked for somewhere and they hand you that, um, that manual when you start and they're like, our vision is this and our mission is that mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, this is toxic as hell. Like, exactly. This- Ain't this even living. Ain't even living their own mission. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Did you read it? Because you made me read it. Did you? Did, it. Yeah. Did you read it? You know, we have to, you know, we have to dig deep too and figure out what that looks like and not um just regurgitate with, you know, the values of some other company. If that's not your values, then that don't need to be on the table. What are your, you know, values? And I kind of feel like it's a, you know, from both the client and the um, team acquisition, it comes down to like, if you build it, they will come. Exactly. Exactly. You you know, if you build it out of, you know, I'm, this is what I'm about. Then people that are like that are going to work at that place. And um, always when I think about that, I always think about, um, when I think about company culture, I think about Chick-fil-A. Oh, yes. <laughs> you go to Chick-fil-A anywhere, all over the, 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 the blessed United States of America. And <laughs> they going to be serving up the Lord's chicken the same <laughs> way. Yeah. And it's- and it's a pleasure to serve you. They and say, it's a my pleasure, pleasure to serve you. And yes, they have yes. ingrained that company culture. And 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 it, it shows you the strength of company culture when done properly because their franchises all over the place. So, you know, they 
the person who originally created that culture probably has never met half of the people that you are um, gr getting greeted by when you go and go to a Chick-fil-A. But that culture is so strong and it's actually, you know, authentic and carried out that it seeps all the way down. Absolutely. Now you can go to other establishments. I'm not going to name their names, but <laughs> you're not going to get that greeting. We actually went, we got lunch. I'm not going to say where, but another establishment. And the people were like super duper, like Chick-fil-A nice. And I was like, I, I, I wasn't even in a driver's seat. And I was sitting there like, are you auditioning for Chick-fil-A? I'm like, <laughs> you, at the wrong, you at the wrong spot, you know, like, but that culture one, you know, you know, you're going to get a pleasant experience. So you, you as a customer like to go there, but they're going to always be attracting people that fit. And, you know, I, I don't think I've ever been, one time I went to Chick-fil-A and I was like, I don't know if this person going to make it. <laughs> like, but I've never really experienced where the, the person that was serving me did not fit. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's definitely a thing. Um, I think it comes to also taking care of your team. Because Costco is another great example. Of that. Costco employees, some of the employees I've ever met. Oh, um, they just is nice. And that's the thing. And this is what we say in Army. You take care of your soldiers, they'll take care of the mission. Yes. So I tell people, take care of your team, they'll take care of the mission. If you appreciate their, their work, what's your, made their job easy, you've given them they need to they need to do for you. You've given them the support they need to um, your clients with excellent service. They're going to provide their clients with. Yeah. Because you've taken care of them and you pay them fairly. That part. That's that. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting stepped on. difference between you will find out as it comes to and leave the team leadership, you will definitely find out the difference, um, you know, of what happens for what taking care of online efficient, effective leadership. As entrepreneurs, as owners, the of your team falls onto you. And leadership being the decision maker. And yeah. facilitating that they add. Just so much that goes. But it, it but it applies to all areas. Talking about the operational excellence, it applies Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think and I think that that's the thing we do um on the on the team side of it, I think a lot of times we just figure we hire a warm body and put them in a seat. And yeah, we're not we're not looking into fit. We're not looking into um, setting them up for success. They're just supposed to know what yeah. common sense says. You know, yeah, I've experienced like no set people up for success. Bring them in, knowing you know 
like a lot of times I hear somebody say, well, I need, I need help. I need to hire somebody. You hire somebody for what? Exactly. If you don't, if you can't sit down and make a job description and you don't need to hire nobody because you're bringing that person in to do what? And the frustration then becomes, well, I hired this person, but I'm still doing all the work because they don't know what they're supposed to do because you don't know what they're supposed to do. Like, you have to be able to articulate that stuff. There's nobody that can just come in and swoop in and just, you know, I mean, well, I'm not going to say there's nobody. There are people that have that. There are people that have that skill set. But I promise you, they're not at the budget that you're trying to hire entry level position. You, you may have to pay them. Well, and that's when it comes. It, it comes in too. Not, it's not necessarily about paying people enough money. Um, you may pay them, but no trying to figure out or trying to take things from you. So one of the exercises I like to go through too with my clients is, you know, if they have a pain in their thigh. Wait one okay, second, well, Stephanie. Sit back just a little bit because when you lean forward, it is it breaks up a little bit. Okay. Um, I'll take my clients to an exercise when they have issues that are just like they them. Hey, you do a screen record, screen record of yourself doing. You may not be able to, and that's okay. Do a right. screen record of you doing it. Or do a voice record of you talking through it if you can articulate it. Just do the set over. And then, you know, we, me and my team can help write it up and, and go for you. So, I mean, there are ways to do it. But as I said before, you know, everything time or money. But at the end of the day, you do it once. Like, you do it once, do that heavy lifting. And that's something I right. So just pretty much, oh, a little here and there. That could take that completely off your plate. Yes, yes. And that's my thing is like, you know, I my phrase whenever I talk to people about systems is, you know, I say, y'all say y'all don't have time to set up systems. And what I will say is you don't have time because you don't have systems. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Like you're overwhelmed, you're busy, you're all it is because you don't have systems. If you have systems in place, systems equal free time. Absolutely. I think it's, I mean, it's just like anything else. It's just like, you know, you got that closet. And every time you go in, it takes you two or three times as long as it really should have. You're just trying to get dressed. Can't find the blue, can't find whatever it is. My organized, yes, it might take a whole afternoon, right? But after save time, and not only that, but that frustration, you're gonna say, like I know me, I had a strap in my closet, I could not fit pulling that stuff out because every time I would touch it, I put it on, I can't, I would get mad. So I'm like, let me just save myself and just go and get right. stuff, going to make room for stuff, or I would have stuff that was old that I didn't like, and. You know, I'll put it on, like, I don't like this. I just started throwing it away. Mm-hmm. Make room for what you do want in your business. Yes, it yes. may take a little time to, to get things organized, but that's going to leave you so much room for the things that you want, the freedom, the impact, the income. You got to make room for that stuff. If you want more clients, you have to do something to increase your capacity to serve them. 
Yes. Or if you want to raise your price, you have to do something to add value. Yep. So, yep. you know. And then I think a byproduct of all of that is when you do that work, you have so much more clarity. And that makes you, you know, on top of getting back that time, it makes you a better um, business owner all around because it makes you better to your clients and it makes you better to your team. Because now that you've done that work, now that you are conscious of those values that were kind of floating around in your head, but you weren't, you know, necessarily focused on, now you got free time because you, your systems are doing the work. And now you have the clarity that you can go and implement that with your team. So you can be thoughtful about that. You know what? We, you know, had a hard, you know, May is a busy month. We had a hard month of May. We, you know, we're going to take the whole week of Memorial Day off. Absolutely. Absolutely. At least you, you have plenty of room to do stuff like that now. You have time to think about those things that make it worthwhile for someone to work for you and that makes it worthwhile for your clients as well because then you're then you coming back after memorial day refreshed and ready and fun and you know you're that best version of yourself absolutely i totally agree totally agree let me see let me make sure because you know i i just love getting caught up in these conversations i'll make sure i didn't um miss anything and i'm just gonna ask you is there anything that you just feel like, you know, I cannot leave the audience without sharing this about um, structure, system, operational excellence? So the one thing I would say, um, you got to plan for excellence. By and large, it does not happen on accident. Say it no, one more time. Say it one more time. <laughs> you have to plan for excellence. It. it doesn't happen on accident. You have to be intentional um, and I think that you definitely need to have a, a plan. You definitely need to have um, an idea, a roadmap of, of how you want to take your vision, turn your vision and align it with the actions of the company, how you want to take what you intend for your company and turn that into impact. Awesome. Awesome. And I really, I really love that, that, you know, I'm a big um, fan of the phrase intentional action and you know just to kind of bring it back to the the Chick-fil-A example all those other restaurants have a company culture policy and everything else as well but that that the the planning um for excellence is the difference in how it's actually carried out you know, because exactly. everywhere you go, they have that manual and it's in there. If you if you are listening right now and you are working a job, go go pull out that manual they gave you on the first day and turn to that first, probably in that first 10 pages. Mm -hmm. It's all there, but it's actually planning and implementing it that is the difference maker that makes, you know, great companies for people to work for and great companies for people to work with. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to do our wrap up questions because I know me and you can go off on other topics yeah. and I know, I know you're <laughs> going to be like, I know that you'll be back again. So 
I hope so. I always enjoy talking to you so much. So I hope so. Yes, ma'am. I enjoy like just I I love I love when I meet systems people because I'm just like, oh, my love language. <laughs> my love language. Like, <laughs> like I, it really is because it's it it I think you know if people knew what it felt like on the other side of systems, they, they would be like, why didn't I do this? sooner because it is just it, it's just freeing like I I don't have the random like if I have a random three o'clock in the morning thought it's it's about something at my house it's really not about like a client or a job or you know it's not about that anymore so y'all just just listen to this three times if you need to just <laughs> Buckle up, buckle down. You know, we're going into the second half of this year. Don't start it. Don't go into another year without having something in place to make your business run smoother. All right, I'm going to hit these wrap-up questions and then I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell them how they can get in touch with you. So my first um, question that I ask everybody that comes on the show is, what are you, can you tell me about your favorite pajamas? So my favorite pajamas are a pair of Harry Potter pajama, uh, pajama pants from Me Undies. They were a gift from a friend of mine who knows that I absolutely love all things Harry Potter. I am such a nerd. I have the wand. I have pajama pants. I have sweatshirts. I have t-shirts. I've been to the Harry Potter experience at Universal Studios in Tokyo. So Yes, I love my pajama pants. Also, I am 4'11 and a half, and they are not too long. And they have multiple pockets. They have pockets in the front, pockets on the back. That is <laughs> so awesome. Those are my favorite pajamas. That is absolutely awesome. I'm actually um, going to another big build in December, and it's on a, a campus. They said it's very like Harry Potter. Now, I've never, don't be mad at me. I've never, like, I've never. I've never, I'm not into that genre. Oh, I am all the way into it. Wizards, witches, werewolves, vampires, all of that. All of that. Yeah, it's not my thing. I respect it. It's not my thing. But they said that it's like going to be a similar like vibe and experience. It's like a, um, a school that's going to be like closed during the time that we're there and I think it might be a part of the theme. So I'll make sure to send you tons of Look, pictures. You might need, you need some, somebody on your team. <laughs> you need some <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Um, Look, I have a friend that's been I'm... trying to get in my suitcase every time I go. Look. Uh, <laughs> so I will blow a balloon. You'll blow up balloons just so you can have the experience. Well, I'm I'm gonna experience it all on your behalf and I'm gonna send you tons of pictures and maybe I'll try to maybe I'll watch the, one of the movies before I go. I don't I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'ma try. I'll I'll try. <laughs> I read the books too, so <laughs> no. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you you asking much. No. I'm a I'm a I'm a try to watch. <laughs> no, more. I don't think I'm not saying yeah, at least at least catch one movie. Okay, I'm gonna try. I, I will try. All right. Um, okay, so my time freedom allows me to. So 
Um, I actually started working with a time management coach last year. And one of the things, the first thing, um, when she basically was talking about time freedom, right? Because I'm, you know, um, it allows me to cook. It allows me to cook and fuel my body awesome. in a way that helps me to work better in my business and do all the things that I want to do um, and save money. And, I, and plus, I love to cook. Like, I love to cook. So that was one of the things I wanted to find time to cook. I was like, I want to cook a certain number of nights a week. I used to cook every single night. I want to cook a certain number of nights a week. And so it allows me to do that. And um, I going forward, one of the things as I begin to experience more success in my business and, and hopefully have more freedom, I just want to be able to build my day around my energy. Mm-hmm. Like for me, time freedom like is all around too. building my day around my energy. So right. I like that too. Yeah, I love to cook too. So that that is like a, a a big plus of being able to do that as opposed to like take out and all this. Because after a while, you start feeling icky. Like you know, you eat yeah. a little bit too much of like outside food, and you're like, I just want something that like tastes like freshness. Like exactly, yeah. And then the experience of cooking is is a pleasant one for me. So. Yeah, that is one of my, like, I know a lot of people, it's a stressful experience, but that is one of my calming experiences. Like, you know, like, even now, sometimes when I am busy, if I can squeeze it in, I will find the time to cook because it kind of, you know, just mellows me out a little bit. Um, Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I like that. I like that. And I love the scheduling around my mood because I will take a nap in the middle of the day. Like, I'm just like... I, look, <laughs> that is my goal in life. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know too. what? Yes, everything is on fire, but guess what? I'm going to take a nap and then I'll put the fire out because I'm tired right now. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just... it. I think that what I found with that is that, you know, we feel like when we push through, we're getting it done. But I found that, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not giving it this appropriate amount of energy. You know, if I go take that nap and then I come back to it, it's like, I'm coming back fresh, bright. And I'm like, all right, I got this. I got this. You know, you, nobody can stop me now because I'm, I'm in a better space than when I'm trying to force it. Exactly. I, I, I wish that for all of us, like to get to the point that we can, really um have more of that flexibility because i think that we would just um operate better in our zone of genius absolutely yep okay so what would be the best advice that you could give anybody that's seeking the profits in pajamas lifestyle so i would say Ooh, that's kind of a hard one. Cause I think it depends. I think it depends on the person, but for me, um, I guess the best advice I would give is get started. Action brings clarity, like get started. If it is your intention to start a business or to grow your business, I would say, get started, do something, make a move, just start moving and things will start falling into place. I love that. I love that because I think sometimes we think it's like we got to start and finish on the same day. And so we don't start because we can't conceptualize the finish. But 
you're never going to get like, you know, I tell people all the time, you, you worried about step 82, but you never did step one. So 82 ain't going to never matter because you never did step one. And that's me. Like that is so me. It's so hard sometimes for me. I'm so I'm an implement, right? I'm an implementer. If you give me your vision, I will run with it. I will make it happen. Um, but for me, sometimes it's hard. My vision of what I want, even for my business is not clear sometimes. And so I just learned, just start moving. Mm-hmm. I just start moving anyway. And I push myself. It's very uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable for me to move in uncertainty. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I just push no, past yes. that and I say, God put me here to do something. I need to serve. I need, I'm, I'm here to serve. And I just, and I just keep pushing through and I push through and I keep moving. And as I move, as I take action, the clarity comes. And, then, and, as, and I told and as, my team. I told my team yesterday. I said, "This is my movement error." I said, "We gonna move." I said, "It's not gonna be perfect," um, because whenever you're trying to increase capacity, perfection is not the goal. We gonna have to come back and, and tweak some things, but we're gonna move. I was like, "This is the season." Going into the third quarter, this is the season for movement. And we're just going to keep making moves. We're going to figure out where we need to be and how to when we get there. And that's just what we're going to do. <laughs> so. No, and I, I I think that that's the, the, the most, you know, pure and honest thing. And it's just, but it, it is so true. Like, you know, you just, you don't know. Like, you know, I think that there's like this, this feeling that you are supposed to know and I think that it keeps us from moving because we're like we're not ready because we don't know the ending and it's like no you're not supposed to know the ending and honestly the ending might not even be written yet because it depends on like you said if you're just out there moving you know you know how you have the the pick your own adventure books I mean you move left it got have one ending you move right it might have a totally different ending but if you stand still, it's going to have that same ending that it had last time and the time before that and the time before that, because you can't, you'll never know if you don't just start and start moving. And I, I, I absolutely, I absolutely love that because I, I think that I know that somebody is sitting there listening. They've been thinking about this thing for way too long. I've been that person before, you know, just sitting up thinking about the thing and time is passing and nothing is happening because you're still sitting there thinking about the thing. And, you know, I know everybody, I I am faith-based. I know everybody's not faith-based, but, you know, sometimes God is waiting to, for you. He know the ending, but he's waiting on you to move so he can open the next door. It requires you, he can't open it you know, if the door is in California and you are, you know, in Florida, he can't open it right now because you're not going to get to it in time. Exactly. You got to you gotta start heading in that direction. So I like that. I, I really, really like that. Okay, so tell us what you have going on. What's going on exciting in Stephanie's world that you want to share with the audience? And also, how can they get in touch with you? So, um, as I kind of mentioned earlier, excellence doesn't just happen. You have to plan for excellence. 
Um, so now that we are going into, we're this is the last month of the second quarter, we're going into the third quarter, half the year is over. Um, one of the things that I sit down and do with my clients is their quarterly planning sessions. So the big thing I'm offering right now is your um, my in, um, intention to impact toolkit and, um, and other resources that revolve around that. It's a strategic planning guide, a oh, template, awesome. and we're going to have videos to take you through the strategic planning process. You can also book a one-on-one strategic planning session with me. Um, where we'll go through your um, mission, vision, and values, your um, goals for the next year, and you'll come out with a very clear action plan of how we can get you moving toward your goals. So that's what we're doing right now. That's my offer right now. And you can find me on Instagram at Doyen Consulting, which is D-O-Y-E-N-N-E Consulting or at doyenconsulting.com. Again, that's D-O-Y-E-N-N-E consulting.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, y'all know, you know, I I only bring people to y'all that I really enjoy their company and that I trust their businesses. And I have had so many great offers brought to the table, you know, by people that come here, y'all take advantage of these, you know, opportunities. Please take advantage of them. Check, you know, go and check this out. Go find out, especially this is the time of year. You, you, you hitting that mid-year mark. You know, you mm-hmm. may not have even started with a strategic plan going into the year, but but let's figure it out and make sure that it, you end the year strong and that you are going into, you know, the next year ready and prepared. I want y'all to, you know, check this out. I'm going to have a link in the, um, in the show notes that you can get, um, easy access to this. Check it out. You heard all of the expertise on this episode. Please go check it out. Go get, get your life together, get into (laughs) operational excellence. I'm y'all. I just, if you understood what it's like to be in a space where you are not, you know, because I've been the before and I've been the after. So I know what it felt like. And I know I don't ever want to feel like that again. <laughs> like <laughs> ever, 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 ever again. Like, you know, it there are ways to make it easier. There's always gonna be you know, things that come along with being a business owner, but there are ways to make it easier. And this is absolutely a way to make things easier. So Stephanie, I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for um, presenting the offer to the group. And of course, you know, we're going to have to, our paths will cross again. Absolutely. Um, But I just want to, you know, again, thank you for being here and sharing um, all of the wisdom around operational excellence. Like just, like I said, it's my love language. So I'm just like geeking out over here. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I always enjoy talking to you and I can't wait to come back. So I'll be back anytime, anytime you're ready. Just let me know. Awesome. Awesome. I definitely will have you back. And I think I'm going to do last year. I, for my for the anniversary, we did a panel. So we had all of the guests that could make it for that date come back and did a panel discussion. And it was amazing. And um 
I've been talking to like such amazing women like you this year. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's going to be like, I'm already in my mind. Like, oh, when I get all of these energies together, oh goodness. But, um, so I'm very excited. Um, again, you guys check out the link, make sure that you are staying connected. Make sure you go and follow Stephanie, uh, stay in company of good people. You know, the, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, just, just be real. It makes sense. Stay in company of good people. Um, all summer long, I'm going to be running challenges. So I will be alternating this summer between my, um, right now I am doing the confident, the capable and confident challenge, which is ditching imposter syndrome. So that challenge is going on right now. Uh, you still have time by the time that this airs to join, like maybe I'll, you know, let like a couple of more people in, but I don't want you to start too late in the process. So you may have time to um, go ahead and join if you're interested in that one. And then we're going to also be running the the calendar detox um, challenge as well. So that is making sure, you know, we talked a lot on this episode about alignment, making sure that your calendar truly aligns with the things that are in your success story. So, you know, nine times out of 10, when we look at that calendar and we match it with our purpose, it's not matching up. <laughs> it's not matching up. Yeah. It's all kind of stuff on there that's like, uh, why am I doing this again? I got to go to the, this person's 12th baby shower. Like, not the 12th, not the 12th baby shower. <laughs> like, can I just send a card? Like, you know, what are we doing? So that's the purpose is just to make sure that those things align, that you are really working towards your um, success goals. Because sometimes we look up, you didn't spend a whole year doing, you've been doing a bunch of stuff. You You were busy, but were you purposeful? So I will have links to both of those challenges in the um, comments as well. All right, guys, I am going to end this and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at coachdannyd.com.